Yes, people, it is Wednesday, which means we're gonna preview the weekend's events. And Saturday brings us UFC on ESPN 25. The Korean Zombie beat Dan Ige, people. Great card, so let's take a look. Okay, so after the fun events of UFC 263, we are back to the apex. And, um, oh, we have got a very good card ahead of us. Only 12 fights this time. But, um, yeah, definitely enough to, uh, well, if they all live up to their potential, enough for, um, you know... Not a bad come down from uh, the great pay-per-view from last week. So, people, let's get into breaking down these fights, shall we? So, there's three fights that you could call possibly dicey for someone. But I, I will say, I will say, even with a loss... There are two fighters who I think have the potential definitely to stay on. You know, if not everyone. But, um, you know, you can never tell, right? It all depends, I feel, with these things on, you know, what kind of performances you're putting on. Are you a fan favourite? You know, I mean, do people want to see you fight, right? So I think all of that plays into it. But, uh, yeah, let's get it all rocking with a heavyweight clash. Right, we've got Rock Martin against Josh Parisian. Rock's on a two-fight skid at the moment. He's 15-7-2. Right, and um, we last saw him in there. Against uh, oh gosh, who who did he fight against again? It was a Dontel Maze, so that was November last year, twenty twenty, um, and you know he he fought two months prior to that. Uh, it was a loss to Alexander Romanov. So the Romanov one was a second round stoppage via arm triangle. And then the Maze one was a uh, unanimous decision. But, yeah, like, um, both are good fights, you know? I think both are good fights, but Rock hasn't had a win yet in the UFC. You know what I mean? So, yeah, he, he, he definitely could do with uh, getting a finish. And, look, he can do that. Right, because a um, you know, most of his fights outside were stoppages. You know, so um, yeah, you know, we've seen him do it. He's got submissions and he's got TKOs. You know, so we we know he's got those skills. He will be going up against uh, Josh Parisian, who is thirteen and four now. Parisian lost his last fight, which was um, a decision to Parker Porter. 
So that was November last year. And yeah, I think Parisian started well, but then he just gassed. Oh man, he gassed hard. Which was it was an odd one. You know, um he looked so good on the contender series, but that was a first round stoppage. Uh now I, I do think, you know, we've he, he's been away for seven months. And I think, you know, he's probably had a chance to address the stamina. I remember after the fight he was saying that he thought it was um something else. Right, because he's never just completely gassed like that in a fight. Yeah. And, you know, I, I definitely feel, right, that could be a thing. You know, your UFC debut, it, it can definitely happen. Um, now, all these previous fights, you know, basically first round stoppages. So, yeah, going to full three, I think that's going to be a lesson that was very, very useful. Um, I you know I do think Parisian could get it done, so I'm gonna go with Parisian for the win here. But uh, yeah, we will we will see people. Ah, uh, so then, oh man, this is a good fight. It's a one away clash between Matt Brown and Diego Lima. So the immortal Matt Brown, he's 22 and 18, and he's lost his last two. Uh, that was, you know, Miguel Beza and Carlos Condon. All right, but Brown, he's always in a good fight. So I don't, if, I, I imagine if he lost, I could imagine we see, you know, him still here. Right, he was winning the Beza fight. If you remember, um, so yeah, I I think if if Brown did lose, I wouldn't be surprised if he was given another fight. You know, because he does always bring it. You know, I think he, look, he's a vet. We know what Brown can do. He can he can take your friggin' soul. <laughs> look what he did to Diego uh, Sanchez. You know, um, and he can also ch- he's got jujitsu. You know what I mean? Last choked out Tim Means. Um, but we've seen him come back from a skid. He was on a free fight skid, you know, not that long ago. Right, 2016. You know, he lost, um, yeah, all his fights in 2016. Damian Meyer, Jake Ellenberger and Donald Cerrone. But he came back. He came back. Yeah, so, um, yes, Matty Boy Brown... And he's going to be fighting Diego Lima, the brother of um, Douglas, who fought just last Friday night over in Bellator. Uh, so um, Lima is 15 and 8. He's coming off a loss in his last fight. That was to Balao Muhammad. Um, and that was in February this year. Now, before that, he'd been on a three fights win. You know, beat uh, Chad Laprice, Court McGee, and Jake Jamu. You know, last two were splits, but they wins, right? So, you know, he, he, he did very well on the 25th season of The Ultimate Fighter. Got to the final, but he lost to um, 
Chessie Taylor. Uh, he then lost to y- Yoshim Akomi. Yoshin Akomi, even. Uh, but yeah, then he went on a little free fight win streak. So, I, uh, you know, it's funny. Lima, he has got so much potential. But, yeah, we don't always see it, right? There's times when he can just look a bit flat. And it's more because he seems very tentative. He's thinking of, ah, should I take this opening? What, what should I throw? And he thinks too much about what to do instead of just getting into that flow zone. So I think that can be Lima's problem. But we've definitely seen him, yeah, just really just get into it. You know, but um, I feel, I think this is going to be Matt Brown's name. You know, so I'm going to say Matt Brown walks away with a win. And then in our co-main event, we have a great heavyweight clash. You know what I mean? This, this, this could be a straight fire. You know what I mean? But the boa constrictor himself, Alexi Olenek, he is on a two-fight skid. But I will say, like, um, like Brown... I don't think if he loses, he he possibly get cut. I think you know we could see the the boa constrictor be given a reprieve because hey, we've seen him just pull out crazy ass wins, right? We've seen him do that. So he's fifty nine, fifteen on one. It's it's insane. His record and look. His last two fights, Derek Lewis and Chris Dawkins, both very good opposition. You know what I mean? So you know, there's there's no shame in that. But look, he beat Fabricio Verdum, beat Morris Green. You know we we've seen him pull out those great fights. He's beaten Mark Hunt. Remember the Junior Albini one? You know what I mean? So, um, yes, I, I think he can submit you from anywhere. He can submit you from anywhere. So, um, you can't sleep on Olenek, people. You just cannot do that. And he's going up against a polar bear, Sergei Spivak, who's 12-2 and two on a two-fight win streak. You know, um, we last saw him beat Jared Vandenera. That was in February this year. And he also beat Carlos Felipe, who won at the weekend. Um, so that was July last year. All right, so Spivak. Yeah, you know, he's, he's an interesting dude. He's an interesting dude. Like, we've seen him have some very good performances. We've also seen him look a little bit flat, right? In the Tabora fight, he, he just looked a bit like, meh. But, um, yes. You know, he, this will be his sip fight in the UFC. Right? Where he's, um... What is he? He's, he's four, three and two currently, three and two currently, uh, two stoppages, one decision, and um, yeah, he he definitely likes a sub, definitely likes a sub, 
outside the UFC, he has got uh, a couple of TKOs. All right, but you know what? I'm going to say that the old dog still has a little life in him. And I'm going to go Boa Constrictor for the win. You know? Ah, man. The clock's going to get wound back, maybe, at the weekend. I mean, it's hard to, you know, it's hard to count Ola Nick out. Right? Because every time you think, oh, well, he can't beat that person. And he does. So, yeah, I'm going to say Olenek for the win. We then have a couple of fighters that want to set the record straight. Right? You know, the last time out, things didn't go to plan. So, um, yeah, you know, they want to let the world know that they're still here. And they're still ready for business. So we're going to start off with the lightweight clash of Joaquim Silva and Rick Glenn. So Neto BJJ, Joaquin Felix Silva is 11-2. Lost his last fight, which was to Nazrak Hasbarat. Um, that was August 2019, so we haven't seen him for a little while, you know, and yeah, it's been, you know, a bit of a win-loss, win-loss situation for him, Um, you know, ever since season four of the Brazilian Ultimate Fighter, right, so, uh, I mean, he did start off with a couple of wins, right, Started off with a couple of wins, well, three wins, and then, uh, yeah, then he lost one loss, yeah, so yeah, he, he wants to kind of get back on track, but his last win was a TKO, you know, so we've, uh, yeah, seen him pull off a few of those, right, he's going up against a veteran, though, he's definitely going up the veteran, the gladiator, Rick Glenn, who is 21-6-1, also coming off a loss though, and also, he's been away for a little while, right, so he fought Kevin Agliera on the final of season 28 of The Ultimate Fighter, and he lost a decision, that was uh, November 2018. You know, but um, yeah, Glenn, man, Glenn has been around. He has been around, fought on some big cards. Um, yeah, a lot of split decisions of late for old Glenn. But yeah, you know, he's a vet. He's a vet. Was um fighting out of world a series of fighting. Uh, signed with the UFC. In September 2016, had a down with Evan Dunnan, but came back, beat Philip, Philippe Nova, Gavin Tucker. He lost to Miles Jury, but came back with a nice win over Dennis Benmudez, and then he lost to Kevin Aguilera. But um, yeah, little, it's been out, little high ATOS, so you know he's going to be eager. To get back in there. I mean this is a. 
It's a tricky one. It is a tricky one. I mean, um, you know, Silver has fought more recently, even though he himself has had a bit of a hiatus. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I think Silver might have a few more weapons. So I'm gonna say Silver, but this really. When both have been away for so long, man, you you just never know. You just never know. It's kind of going to have to be see see what they look like at weigh-ins, you know what I mean? We then have a light heavyweight clash. We've got Nikolai Negramini against Alaska Kumar. Right, so um, Negramini, he's nine and one, coming off his first loss, which was his UFC debut to Sparbag Safarov, and that was March 2019. So, yes, we haven't seen him for a while now. His wins outside, you know, he's um, yeah, he likes to mix it up, right? Stoppages. Or submissions. He's got a nice little mix. You know. Uh, and he will be going up against. You know. Alaska Kumov. Who is 6-1. Also coming off the first loss of his career. So yes. They've got both got that in common. Although for Kumov. He won his debut. You know, so he came off the 2019 Contender Series, won the debut against Justin Leddit, was a decision. Um, but then he lost to William Knight, another decision at UFC 253. So both took place last year. 249, no, 246, McGregor v. Cerrone, and then 253, Adesanya v. Costa. Yeah, that's where that's where we saw him. Um, and outside the UFC, he's got a lot of stoppages, a lot of stoppages. So yeah, it's very much, whew, anyone's game, man. It's very much anyone's game. I feel I'm gonna go with Negramuni, just because I think he's got submissions and. Um, knockouts, so I think he's just got a bit more variety to play with, but, yo, this is a great fight, anyone could take this one, so, uh, yeah, man, we got a lot to look forward to right there, people, right, so, we got two fighters, right, who had great debuts, and um, I kind of think with this next fight, if they win, right? If they win with a good performance, could be their jump off in the UFC. You know what I mean? It's the opportunity for people to be like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? They, they, they weren't lucky in that first one. They really got a little something, something. So let's see um, what we have. So... We start off with a flyway matchup between Casey O'Neill and Laura Propoi. So, uh, King Casey O'Neill, right? She is six and zero, oh, 
on an 11 fight win streak. Right? She fights out of Scotland, but trains at extreme couture. So, uh, you know, I think she's um, also from Australia. Well, I think she's Scottish, but she fights out of Australia, actually. Yeah. You know, a weird one. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, she's been um, pretty sensation now. You know what I mean? Just killing it. Right? And her UFC debut was something else. Oh, my gosh. She really, really put it on Shayna Dobson. Oh, my God. It was a great win. It was in February, people. It was in February. So, we wonder, you know, can she um, keep this up? Right, won by ground and pound. The fight she uh, won to get her in the UFC, she won the same way. You know, we've seen her, um, you know, she's got a submission outside as well. And, um, yeah, you know, she looked, she looked fantastic. So, uh, yeah, we, we will see what she can do against a Brazilian, Lara Procopio, who is seven and one, she's coming off a win in her last fight, which was against Molly McCann. So that was also in February. You know So um, yeah, they actually um, mm, I think O'Neill fought a couple of weeks after uh you know, Propokiai's, um, outing, but, yeah, she's currently one and one in the UFC, she lost her debut to Kyle Rosa, but, you know, Rosa is tough, and it went to a split decision, you know what I mean, so, um, yeah, I think that tells you a lot, but, I think the big thing is, I think Casey O'Neill looked so freaking sensational, she looked so good, you know, I, I think it was like some, a couple of debuts, it was, uh, you know, um, oh gosh, I'm trying to think of the, the French lady who fought a couple of weeks back, uh, Finon, uh, Finon, you know what I mean? You know the person I'm talking about, her, her and O'Neill had sensational debuts, you know, um, and we've seen that, uh, you know, Furu, she she definitely brought it again. She definitely brought it again. So I feel this is O'Neill's opportunity to show that she is also a uh, hot property in the division. And I think she can do that. You know what I mean? So I'm going with the king, Casey O'Neill, for this one. We then have got into strawweight Kanako Marata. She's a 12 and 1 on an 8 fight winning streak. An 8 fight winning streak. You know, she's been killing it in, you know, deep, risen, and um, she had a very good 
two fights in Invicta. I mean, I will say that I did think Emily Ducott won that fight, but she got it. She got it as a split, you know what I mean? So, hey, that's on the record. Came to UFC and be a very good Randa Marco. So I, I would say, you know, if she can beat um, Vara Janjaroba, that will definitely put her on the map. You know, I think people will have to look at that and go, yo, you know what I mean, she is, she's a little something, you know, and that will give her nine fights in a row, which definitely cannot be scoffed at, right, so, um, yeah, you know, she's very tough, but she's got, um, you know, she's, can go the distance, but she can also choke you out. She had um, four submissions back to back An anaconda, a couple of Van Flues and a rear naked you know, So that's pretty good you know, Ain't nothing to uh, scoff at Has a couple of two TKOs early on in her career So yeah, she's uh, you know, a little bit of a handful But Ivana Jandroba she is 16 and 2. She's coming off a loss in her last fight. But that was that war with Mackenzie Dern. I mean, that was a great fight. Um, before that, she did beat Mallory Martin and for Larice Herring. So, Ginger Robert, you know, she's very tough, right? Um, now, her last fight was December 2020. You know what I mean? Um, at the moment, she is 2-2 two and two in the UFC. She's the former strawweight champion over in Invicta. And she had some very good fights over there. You know? So, uh, she's tough, man. She really is. You know, she can submit you. Right? Two of those in the UFC. Um... I mean, she's not going to knock you out, but she will be in your face. She will definitely be in your face. I mean, this is such a close frigging fight. It really is. Um, I think I'm going to go with Murata, right? I'm going to go with Murata, but hey, it is pretty much a toss up. Is pretty much a toss up, I would say. Uh, so we then, um, you know, we will we will see, you know, who's um, our new prospects, who's our new prospects in the flyweight and strawweight divisions. Oh, people! <laughs> Every card we have those straight fire fights, people, and this is, you know. No different. We're going to start off with the welterweight war that I imagine we will have between Chaos Williams and Matthew Semmelsberger. So, the semi the Jedi, Matt Semmelsberger, he is 8 and 2, and he is on a five fight win streak. You're up. Five fight win streak, people. His first two UFC fights, he fought Carl Colton Minus August last year. 
He won a decision. And then in March this year, he turned off the lights of Jason Witt 16 seconds into the first round. Yeah. Impressive, right, people? Impressive. And he's been doing that wherever he's been. I mean, just whew, stopping people, man. He's, uh, yeah, a nasty, got some nasty hands. Did pull off a heel hook in his second pro fight. You know, but uh, nothing really since then. Um, he did get a, a rear naked choke in his third amateur fight. But yeah, I wouldn't say he's a jiu-jitsu um, practitioner. <laughs> he he more would like to, you know, part you from consciousness. He is going up against the uh, yeah the um, the ox fighter Chaos Williams. I I thought I swore he had a different. Nickname Hmm Who's the Death Star Yeah I don't know Maybe they've changed it Or maybe I'm mixing him up with someone I I don't know people But he's 11 and 2 He's coming off a loss Um, Which I mean It it was a tough one right He fought Michel Fiera um, And I, I I don't know, man. I, I thought it was a very close fight, but I thought Williams had done enough. I thought Williams had done enough to get that win. You know, but yeah, they, they didn't give it to him. It was a strange. So that fight was in uh, December last year. He, he'd fought just a month before. You know, he was able to turn off Abdul Razak Al-Hassan. With a quick first round stoppage. So uh, yeah. Williams. He's. um, Yeah he's looking to bounce back. And you know. He does those wars. He does those wars. He's got that power. He really does have that power. Just to knock you the fuck. Out. You know we see him do it against. Alex Moreno. And um, Alazan. So, uh, yes, you know what, I think that we're going to see Williams back, I think we're going to see Williams back to his winning ways, so then we have a, a another fun fight, we've got the middleweights throwing down Bruno Silva against Wellington Truman, so, a blend Blindeo Do Old Bruno Silver He's 19 and 6 And he's on a 4 fight Win streak Yes 4 fight win streak And he will be making His UFC debut uh-huh. He will indeed People He will indeed Um. So yeah, we've seen him stop a load of people, man. He's had stoppages in his last four outings. Last four outings, that's what he's been doing. Um, his last fight, though, 
was November 2018. Right? He fought Artem Frolov, fourth round stoppage, M1 Challenger 98. So he's going to be going up against a prodigy, Wellington Truman, who is 16 and 4, coming off a loss in his last fight. Right? Coming off a loss against Andrew Sanchez. You know, so that was August 2020. You know, but he, he beat Marcus Perez before that. Yeah, he's in some fun fights. He's in some fun fights, people. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think Silva has a successful debut. You know, that's what I, that's how I feel this one will go. But, yes, who will know? Who will know? So, next up is... Definitely one of the fights of the card. Definitely one of the fights of the card, people. We have got Marlon Vera against Davy Grant in the Bantamweight division. So, Cheeto Marlon Vera. He's 18-7-1. Coming off a loss to Jose Aldo. But, I mean, Jose Aldo looked so good that night. So that was um, the last card of the year, December. Um, he had that win over Sean O'Malley. I he, I feel we beat Song Yedong. You know what I mean? I thought that was a very bad decision. I thought he won the fight. Uh, and, you know, he'd been doing his thing. Definitely been doing his thing. Um, you know, he was on a four fight, no, five fight win streak. You know, Chino Vera is no joke. He is no joke. He's been around doing his thing for a while as well. You know, made his debut as part of, uh, you know, season one of the Latin American Ultimate Fighter. You know, one one is fight, one is fight. Yeah. Um, UFC debut at UFC one eighty. I lost that, but yeah, you know he he's been there grinding, and we say that because you know. So he lost that debut, beat Roman Salazar, and then he fought Davy Grant. Yes. He fought Davy Grant in his third UFC fight, February 2016. Lost it. You know, this decision. So, can he, uh, you know, can he get this one back? Can they go one and one? Right? And, you know, very, very tough. Right? He can go decision. He's got stoppages. He's got submissions. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely a fun one, right? So, uh, Dangerous Davy Grant, 11-4 and four on a three-fight win streak. Coming off that stoppage of Jonathan Martinez in March this year. You know, ended it in the second round. And I think Martinez was doing very well in that first. But then we just saw Grant find his groove. Find his groove, and whew, the overhand left ended the day. I mean, it was a similar thing with Martin Day, 
Yeah, Grant, he, he, he's going to be in a war. He's going to be in a war with you, but he's going to be working you out. So if you think you've got the advantage, you know, beware. Yeah, better beware. Uh, he's been in there with some very tough opposition. Um, Yeah, for Grant, you know, so he was on season 18 of The Ultimate Fighter. Lost in the final to Chris Holdsworth. You know what I mean? No shame in that. And his first fight in the UFC was the Marlon Vera one. So, yeah, they fought very early in their tenures. Very So, uh, yeah. I mean, I just think that we have seen... Man, we've really seen Grant pull it out. Really put it out. And he's taken shots... I, I think Grant might get the win, but I just think if these dudes fought a hundred times, we're not going to see the same result each, you know? Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go with Grant, but, hey, it's just one of them fights, people. It is definitely one of those fights that could go either way, and I know that sounds so cliche. Sounds so cliche. I understand. But uh, we then got the featherweight clash between Julian Arosa and uh, Choi Song Woo. Right? So, uh, Juicy J. Juicy J. Julian Arosa. 25 and 8 on a free fight win streak. Right? Beat Nate Landwehr with a flying knee in February this year. Sean Dobson. Sean Woodson even got him with a DAS choke in June last year. And um, that was his UFC debut. You know, so only seen him do it twice, but pulled off sensational wins both times. You know, I mean, this is actually his second go. So he came to UFC via... 2018 contender series beat Jamal Emmers. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, he, he he came, he lost to Devontae Smith. Smith's a goat. He's lost to Grant Dawson, very tough, and Julio Arce, another tough one. So, he lost those, went on to the regionals, won that fight with a first round stoppage, got his way back. And he has looked very, very good. So uh, he will be going up against Choi Song Woo Sting. And uh, Woo's 9 and 3 on a two fight win streak. Right, so he beat Yusuf Zalao last time out in February this year. And before that, Simon Mokhtarian. A unanimous decision in December 2019. So, uh, yeah, this is a tough one, man. This is a tough one. Right? He's fought some tough opposition. You know, Mozart Ivalev and Gavin Tucker. You know, no jokes. Right? But was able to turn it around in the next two fights. I do think Arosa gets to win, though. I'm going to say Julian Arosa 
for the win. And I really just cannot wait for these fights, people. They are pretty great. Pretty great. You know? And it's all leading to our main event. All roads lead to our main event, people. And what a main event it is. It's the featherweight clash between Chang Song Young, the Korean zombie, and Dan Ige. Right, just, whoo, this has fireworks written all over it. Now, the Korean zombie is 16 and 6. He's coming off a loss in his last fight, which was the uh, one with Brian Ortega. Right, that was October last year, and October looked sensational in that fight. Right, we just saw him have incredible hands. Right, never seen it before. Never seen it before. I mean, it was crazy. You know what I mean? But um, look, we've we've seen him stop Frankie Edgar. Right, Renato Morocano. You know, he was beating Yaya Rodriguez until the last second of the last round. Man, beat Dennis Bermudez. You know, he's had wars with Jose Aldo. He beat Dustin Poirier. You know, Mark Hominick, Leonard Garcia. Man, he's a vet of the WEC. Man, he's just... Impressive. The zombie is friggin' impressive. Right? Can submit you, can knock you out. Man, he can do it all. It's going up against Dan Ige. Known as 50k. It's 15 and 3. And um Yeah. You know, he, he had that super Super fast and super impressive stoppage, Gavin Tucker. Right, that was March this year. Right, gave Tucker his first ever loss. Um, and he, he had that war with Calvin Cater. Had that war with Calvin Cater before that. Man, he he was putting it together, putting it together. Man, he was on a six fight win streak. You know, it all started with Matt Santiago, Jordan Griffin, Danny Henry, Kevin Aguilera, Mizad Betik, and then Edson Barboza. Right, just not easy names there, man. Not easy names. So he came to uh, the UFC via the 2017 Contender Series, the first season. Got a stoppage. Beat a Luis Gomez. No J. <laughs> um, so yeah, he he, he came, um, lost his debut, but yeah, then he just looked whew, sensational, sensational, and man, you you know he wants this one. He wants this one bad. And listen, the featherweight division is just it's kind of crazy. We have so many killers. So many killers. Right? We're soon to see um, Volkanovski against Ortega. Right? Who wins all the marbles? 
and waiting in the wings. It well, it was Max Holloway, and old Holloway, he's gonna be fighting soon. He's got his own big fight. Hi, right, so man, we got some huge fights on the cards. Huge fights on the card. You gotta think if Holloway wins, he's gonna be fighting for that belt. But hey, if if he can put on a great performance, maybe he gets that shot. Who knows? It's Holloway against Yair Rodriguez, right? That's a big fight. But yeah, so many fun ones. So many fun ones. Yeah, we have Triple C talking about how he wants to fight Volkanovski. So we will see what happens. But I cannot wait for this fight. Man, because hey, the winner, if they win in the right way, could very well upturn the apple cart and get themselves a title shot. Who the fuck knows? Alright, but um yeah, all we do know this is gonna be one hell of a fight, people. So you do not you do not wanna miss it. Okay, people. So now we reach the end of the episode. Let's take a look at uh the fights that um we can expect in the coming weeks. Well, um on the 26th of June, Nicholas Dolby will now be fighting Tim Maines. You know what I mean? That's um yeah, Dolby lost his original opponent, but um old Tim Dirty Bird Means is not a uh, a, a, a drop down in opposition. I'm also on that card. Ed Hearns is out of his fight, so now Danilio Marquez will be fighting Kennedy Nazaducci, which is another very good fight. Uh, so we go to the end of July, the 31st. Right, Askar Askarov is fighting Alex Perez and Jan Camillo Rounders. Hey, he gets another crack after his short notice fight um the other week. He will now be fighting Zakara Adashev. Which <laughs> that's me. You know I mean that's boy. You mean I'd be like, are you trying to do me a favor or what? <laughs> so uh, UFC 265 taking place on the 7th of August, and we got some tasty fights. Vicente Luque is fighting Michael Chiesa. That's good. And Angela Hill will be fighting Tisha Torres. Another good one right there, people. Um, then we jump to the 21st of August. And Roosevelt Roberts is going to be fighting Ignacio Bama Diaz. Great fight. Uh, now, on the 4th of September... Khalil Roundtree Jr. is fighting Modesta Bacchus. That's, oh man, that's interesting, that one right there. And this, how about this, man? Curtis Blade will be fighting Jazzinio Rosenstruck at UFC 
266 on the 25th of September. Oh, ho, ho. And also on that card, Marlon Marais is going to have to try and deal with the human dynamo, Marab Dalashvili. People, that's some great shit right there. But we are done for another episode, people. We will be back on Friday to uh, take a look at the news. All right, until then, peace.